like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Guys. <laughs> it was the ending that we needed. It's not the one that we thought we needed. It's conf- I'm so confused. I can admit. Oh my god, wow. The office party hired a stripper. <laughs> you will accept this rose office party hired a stripper. Oh my god, I've never been more turned on. It's really an. I'm called Jeffrey Tubin right now. I've gone Tubin. Oh my God! Welcome to the finale episode of the Tasha Claire Pandems Bubble Garbage Fire 2020. Will you accept this rose? Bachelorette season. My name is Arda Marine. Looks like we made it. Uh, coming to you from my bougie garage. And if you're worrying that we are not all in matching rompers, worry no more. We are in rompers, including. A Douglas Benson, including a Katie Levine, including a Dr. Tana Banana. Everybody's in matching rompers with their holiday adornment. As I introduce people, they could talk about what they've chosen to adorn with, and then we're going to go right to it because I am going to say this was the best finale we have had in years. And your fearless podcast host can admit when she's changed her mind and perhaps judged somebody unfairly. I am all in on Zach. I love the guy. I hope they make it. I am here for him. I think he's a solid, wonderful guy. I am just completely... I was wrong, and I am I like almost cried last night. The hair on my arm stood up. I was cheering. I loved it. I can't wait to break this episode down. So let's get right to it. I'm gonna go uh, clockwise on my Zoom screen. With us is a woman. She knows about a holiday party. She knows about a symmetrical face. She knows about fantasy suites because she was here yesterday. We love her so much. Our queen, our secretary of state, my best friend. 
and Paget Brewster. Hey, I'm here. You look great, Paget. Oh, what did you wear to you. adorn your your uh, romper? I added um, some Christmas lights that I can change. They can flash, but I'm afraid like I'll give someone a seizure. So I'm no. trying to keep it. Okay, great. Go I'm trying it. to keep them solid. I have... my neck. And a velvet uh, burnout kimono over my jumpsuit. You look my s- jumpsuit. You look so great. I'm wearing You look a, great. I have a FU twenty twenty Party City banner. I have I'm done with twenty twenty things all over from Party City. And I have a twenty twenty one calling in the new year. Eat a bag of dicks twenty twenty. I'm sorry <laughs> to my little cousin who listens to this. Now I know she listens, and I'm sorry that your second cousin's such a trash hole, but I'm glad you're here. Emma. Okay. With us is a man who is officially a cult leader no matter what he wears. His He's got beautiful holiday decor. His girlfriend is the official stylist of the Will You Accept This Rose pod. He has been the rookie of the season, and I'm going to say he nailed the status of Rookie of the Season. What an incredible addition to the podcast. You know him from Doug Loves Movies. You know him from wild, Wide World of Doug's that I was just on and you all need to go listen to my friend, your friend, a brilliant stand-up comedian, Doug Benson. Oh, my cult members. Um, How are you, leader? Uh, You know, it's just great to be the leader. You, how do you feel ending your first season with us? Um, I feel like I have, I feel differently about the season than you do, but. Great. I love that. You know. It's I don't I don't have much to judge it against. Great. I well, haven't watched I haven't watched in in quite a long time. Well, you have a beautiful romper on, and you're rocking a Santa's hat. Yeah. You look great. You look Thanks. great. It's very comfortable. Um, okay, so Doug, Doug did not agree with us. Doug has a great romper on. He's got the nice, the nice Santa hat. His girlfriend has styled us for his an amazing rookie season. Welcome, Doug. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say about last night. With us also is a man who looks so cool. Like, I feel like he's in Laurel Canyon right now and his album just came out. He has so many guitars behind him. He's flashing, like, just the, like the right... I know that Paget likes the little bit of chest hair that she sees because I know Paget. I, I love it. I, love I know it. you do. I actually know that you do. And I know that, like, he's bringing kind of... It's like that kind of... um, Who was that really fucking sexy rocker in the 70s? Who was... Was it Jackson Brown? Who was... Who was... Maybe I'll call him Jackson Peter Brown. Peter no? Frampton. Peter Frampton. You're thinking Peter of Frampton. Frampton. Yeah, I'm thinking of Peter Frampton. Um, shirt. The Framp. Uh, just rocking a romper. You know him from Supernatural. Uh, you know him from Bosch. You know him as Bachelor of the Year 2017, 2018, 2019. And the whole pandemic, will he ever find love? I don't know, but he has found his proper romper. Ladies and gentlemen, our Santa Claus, Robert Benedict. Thank you so much. Excited. So excited to be here. Okay, just a preview. Did you agree with me or do you agree with Doug? Are you feeling the finale or are you not feeling the finale before we get going? Yeah, I'm feeling the finale. I feel a little, as always, I feel a little jerked around. Sure, sure. Uh, you know what I mean? A lot of pre- oh. what was going to come that didn't, nothing yeah. actually. Never but- saw the clown. Never saw the clown. Never saw Tisha weeping in the desert going, what did I do? That didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even... Um, uh, when what's his face, uh, uh, the suicidal guy came back. Ben, I feel like Ben. Uh, that was all just a manipulation. Yeah, but we needed to fill a slot. I felt like she wanted to get rid of Ivan, 
and they made they brought somebody back to tag team out Ivan. Like she was planning on cutting Ivan, and then Brendan left, and then she did not want to bring Ivan. I I don't know. We'll see. Okay. That I'm rooting for them, and you know. Oh my God! Yeah. Also with us is a man who really is in the zone right now. I attacked him last year at my holiday party, and I was like, "Have you ever watched The Bachelor?" And he said, "No." And he's like, "Well, you're watching it now. You're gonna be our Rookie of the Year." And uh, I gotta say, he's befriended my friend Lori, and and just the, but their their relationship is spectacular. He came in so hot. His text. I feel that I've helped his outside friends. Like he's got. I feel that this has been an addition that he didn't know that he needed to his life. I can't stop sending him presents. You know him from iCarly, which is coming back, and he's gonna be on. You know him from Drake and Josh. You certainly do not know him from the CMT show. We were on Still the King. Ladies and gentlemen, closing out his rookie season, an incredible rookie of the year, Jerry Trainer. Jerry, congratulations. Thank you, Thank you everybody. I appreciate it. That's, I'm so happy to be here. You were such a good rookie. How do you feel having this? We'll give you a new title, but is it a bittersweet thing to be closing out your season? No, I feel like I friggin' earned it. You did. You earned it. The amount it. of time <laughs> you have forced me to watch yeah. something that I never watched before. No, I know. I know. But you know what? It is It is a positive <laughs> force in my life. Yeah. It has, dare I say, thawed my, my cold, icy heart a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I believe in love a little bit more. And isn't this a nice community that you've entered into, this cult? No, it's awful. This Great. is, I want out. I want out. No. Out. You can't get out. And you can't get out. We have to jump you out. Where I the hell is the Hale-Bopp Comet? Because I want on the next ship out of here. You're not going to get out. Damn it. Speaking of not getting out, there's a woman with a dreidel headband on and another woman hanging out in paradise. She's ready. Dr. Tana Banana. I don't know what she's doing with her hand right now. She looks so worried. <laughs> what were you doing, Dr. Banana? You were just doing this. <laughs> what was happening over there? Dr. Banana and Katie Levine. I feel like Tana is on the beach in the, that, that scene in Contact. Yeah. <laughs> Jodie Foster meets the alien. Yeah, what's happening, Tan? Are you okay? Blink if you're in trouble. <laughs> My Wi-Fi is really, really bad. So I'm like, I literally, everyone I'm hearing is like, uh, but, uh, but, but, so I have no idea what's going on. Do you want to go on your phone? Do you want to come back on your phone? I mean, I don't, so here's the thing. I just got an iPhone 12. It's currently transferring one phone to another phone right now. So I literally just kind of like you screwed, your, you screwed your pooch. That's okay. Before we get going, I want to say this. Katie... And Anna and I confirmed. And first of all, we want to thank you, Jerry. You were such an incredible rookie Enough. of the year. For thank real. You. And I'm going to ask you. So we had Debbie Ryan was our first rookie of the year. Then we okay. had Be- Beverly D'Angelo. You are our third rookie of the year. How do you feel? We've all conferred. We voted on it. We had such a great rookie of the season this year. How would you feel passing the baton? And our rookie of the year, 2021, officially for the full year, Mr. Doug Benson, how do you feel? Doug Benson, will you be our rookie of 2021? Well, and Jerry, any words of advice? Yes, I accept. What Yay! I, first off, I'm honored yeah. to be passing the torch to such an esteemed cult leader. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, he's my, he's changed my life. 
I would jump into a volcano for him. Let's just put it that way. I feel like your title is Forever Harrison Harrison after this. I think you're Harrison Harrison. <laughs> I'm Harrison Harrison? I think you're Harrison Harrison, aren't you? I, uh, the honors just keep me you keep bestowing too many honors. Okay, great. All right. Now, here we go. Here we go. I want to say, and I said it up top, I was hard on Zach, and we'll get to it. I, I, I <laughs> She said hard on. I had a hard on for <laughs> Zach. I did not see myself really, really. He completely won me over. I, I think he's a lovely guy. I think he's not there for Instagram followers. I felt like he was sincere. I don't know if it's because he's a little older or whatever, but I – I overall, and we'll break down the whole episode, I felt like when she panicked and freaked out in the tango or whatever, and he calmed her down, I thought he's just what she needs. Like, she's, like, he was steady and calm and a man, and she was losing her fucking mind, and I thought, I see that this is the right pick for her. Overall, did you agree with that? Paget Brewster. I 100% agree. And I also think I was very hard on Zach Me too. earlier on and d- doing, w- will you accept this rose? I think I said some things that were mean and I think I've learned a lot about myself and Zach. Me too. And I, I'm 100% on board with them together in exactly that moment where he calmed her down Yep. because she can't do anything wrong. She, w- she wants to be perfect. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, hey, life is messy. Just look at me. Oh. <laughs> like, he was yeah. perfect. He was perfect. And because also knowing that she tends to go for sort of the John Paul Jones types and looking at her ex-husband and kind of the Bennett types, she needed a Zach. Yep. Okay. That's where I'm at. You guys might disagree, but here we go. And I'm, op- and, and I'm open to any any thoughts. All thoughts are welcome. All, all opinions are welcome. Here we go. We're starting it up top. They've just had fantasy suites. Brendan's left. Ben is back. Ben's back. And he's like, Tasha sent me home last week, but I came back because I'm in love with her. And we just cut off. They replayed her storming through. Always loved seeing behind the scenes, saying to the producers, what do I do with that? Enraged. Enraged at that. And then he's like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I need to finally tell her how I feel. I have a woman that I have never felt this way about in my entire life, and I have to see where this goes. And he says, should I have just told you what I was thinking when I was in love with you? Yes. You make me feel unlike anything I've ever felt in my entire life, and that's what I am in love with. It was all about how she made him feel, whereas Zach would say, I love everything about her. I love that she's strong-minded. It was about her, and whenever he talked about why he loved her, it was just about him. And I noticed that. Every time, Rob Benedict, you're shaking your head. Take it away. I just, he really bothers me. I don't know why. He just, he, he doesn't seem to really know who he is yet. And coming back and he just, it felt like he was practicing. This is what, this is what people say. They say, I love you. And he didn't necessarily feel it. Yeah. And it also felt like this producers put him, put him up to it, which is, I think, why she was so pissed, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Time, I was like, no, no, no with him. And it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it's not fair to me that he, he got to skip a big portion. I mean, he missed fantasy suites, which is like, he missed a big fun thing. Doug, what did you think when Ben came back and was like, I love you. And then let's just, let's also add in. He goes, can I give you a hug? And she was like, mm, mm. and they walked out. She's got her keyhole dress on. Her freaking bazooms are resplendent. Just fucking. They, they saved that dress for last. Dude, that keyhole dress, those like has never been so proud. It was like, this is how I was always meant to be worn. Like just spectacular. <laughs> and then he goes, can I hug you? I mean, who wouldn't ask that if you're Ben in that moment? And then she kissed him. 
Doug Benson, rookie of the season, future rookie of the year. How did you feel in that moment? I feel like, at the very least, the editors of the show should make him spit stuff out more. The way he just sits around th- thinking in front of other people he's having a conversation with is just it's baffling. It's like that's why he got thrown off is because he just didn't say anything on that one date before he got thrown out. He was just sitting there going, I don't know what to do. And <laughs> to come back and then sit down and be that slow about it, Yes. It's like there should be some urgency in the situation. And then <laughs> and then as we'll talk about and as you'll talk about, he just starts getting really cocky about his chances after doing all that yes. weird shit. Yeah. Did you notice, Doug? Did you know did it stand out to you that he only talked about why he loved her in reference to himself? Yeah, it's uh he was a broken record through the whole uh show uh you know during the last episode saying um he was always saying, I've never felt like this before. And it's like, well, okay, you're, you finally had your first love. Now now go get serious. Like, you can't just sit around going, oh, this must be special because I've never felt it before. I've never had a feeling. Miss PPB, oh, how did you feel? That's you, Paget Brewster. Oh, no. I, I, oh, I, I, I feel like I'm waiting for Jerry to blow. All right, go, Jerry. But, Jerry, uh, Jerry, let's Jerry, let Jerry at it. Jerry had Jerry's like it locked and loaded. It, like, no, I don't. I don't have anything. I was just gonna say I don't. I don't really have a hot take on this guy. Other than that, it's like I can appreciate. I appreciate the like. I gotta come back because I didn't express myself and I'm in love. But then have some more insight into that. He just. It was almost like. He discovered the word love, and now he can't stop saying it. Right. And right. He discovered like, it from you. a top like, chef chef. Like yeah, a top like chef ripping. chef told him the word love, and he can't yes. right. Yes, and he's like ripping his temple skin off. He's just like yeah. peeling it off, and it's like all red up here, and he's just like, I love you. I love you. And I now I love you. I, I just I – lo- I love you. And it's just like – Did ben, it feel thirsty we, for airtime? Did he expressed that. Did it feel thirsty for airtime? I don't know what he was doing there. And this is, goes back to what Rob said about being dicked around. Is it's like this is twice now a dude has come back and it has amounted to bupkis. Yeah, like, nothing. What nothing. are they like? Why is he back? Why is she talking to JoJo about Ben? Is yeah. she in love with Ben? What What is happening? And then he gets back. And by the way, can we just say? And maybe I'm skipping too far ahead. I think this episode put the nail in the coffin of skinny jeans. They're done. Oh, on a guy. Well, him showing up with a capri pant rolled to his, like that he'd stripped down to get in the fountain with a man in a, I don't mind a lady in a skinny jean, a man in a skinny jean rolled up to his knees. Too skinny. I it can't. looks like he skipped leg day every yeah. day. Yeah. Ms. PPB, how'd you feel about it? Um, I, I, I think he was just a waste. It was still, it was a waste of time. Like Bennett, it was the producers trying to throw a plot twist and it didn't mean anything. They knew Ivan was going, but the skinny jean thing, I agree with. And <laughs> Steve and I have gained a little weight in quarantine because right. mama cooks all the time. And he tried on all of his J crew pants the other day. And he yeah. was like, these are bachelor pants, right? These are too tight. These are too oh, tight. Right. Shit. And I was like, well, you can wear them in the house. Right. But he, yeah, some of his pants have turned into bachelor pants. I don't want him to get mad at me. <laughs> and they have, they have, like, do they own stock in bright white sneakers? 
Oh my God. No, see, I learned, I'll tell you this. I learned when I was on Insatiable with Debbie and the kids. And you'll, you'll once you're back in iCarly, once you're back into the machine with the kids. Oh, Jesus. So being with the kids, <laughs> kitty cat Auntie Arden didn't know. It's about bright white sneakers, often with a really thick sole, like a yeah. really thick soled white sneaky. And then like it's like streetwear, even with like a like a bike short situation. It's it would look no. horrible on me. I yeah, would like yeah. a like a paralegal, you know, that just just who's like working at a TCBY on the weekend. <laughs> it's not good, but unless I you're gonna be Ryan, you know. I can appreciate styles change. No, I'm just saying no. Pick pick and choose who you are. Tasha could wear it. This 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 queen can wear a FU twenty twenty headband. I can't I can't wear a thick white sneaker and a camel toe bike short and a fanny pack. It's not happening. I feel like people are gonna think you know CPR. It's like this guy's choking. She's got the nurse shoes. Get, yeah. get her. No, I'm certainly not the one that is gonna like throw you over a chair and get that meat chunk out. All right, moving along. So then <laughs> so then they're talking and he goes, I told Chris Harrison and I told everyone. She goes, so wait, she was enraged. You told Chris Harrison and you told everybody but me? Are you going to be there? She has some old, like, abandonment shit. Like, she, she couldn't handle that the guy was nervous. Like, I get it. It's a huge thing to tell you I love you. for the, If you're the first person to say it, that's scary. By the way, nobody else had really thrown down that much with the I love you ZX. It was also four weeks short. She goes, you told Chris Harrison. You told everybody but me. Are you going to be there or run away every time when it gets hard? I'm like, he just choked. He choked. He goes, I blew it. And then she goes, well, I'm not going to lie. I missed you. And then she kissed him hard she hard like a, style hard style. she like horny like for real like legit horny planted one on him in front of the el presidente suite and then she goes why would i kiss him and she cries she's like why would i do that why would i do it and he goes she kissed me i blacked out i she <laughs> invited me to the rose ceremony i blacked out doug benson how did you feel with the kiss uh, it was, uh, it's confusing, but she's been, you know, I, I think she likes kissing men that she doesn't, you know, necessarily see a future with. She just likes to, you know, <laughs> kiss the man that's right there, you know. She's the COVID kissing bandit. Yeah. yeah. She's the but only she does, person. But she does like, you know, with Bennett, like when she wouldn't let him kiss her, that was awesome. Because it's like, oh, wow, you know, the girl that kisses everybody's got, got some limits. Yeah, she was she'd be like, no, Bennett, not you. Not you, <laughs> not you, not now. Like when a man's not, when a man is acting weak, she does not want to kiss him. No. She, it's interesting watching because when she was in Paradise too, when her machine shuts off, she, her, because when she's vibrant, she's so vibrant. And then the second the door closes, once her curtain's down, if you've shown any weakness or any hesitation, the, it's like lights out and the drawbridge is up and you are not getting in. Dr. Banana, can you hear us? And did you notice that? You're back. Yes, I'm back. I'm on my hotspot. Um, <laughs> oh, great. I love it. I'm on my hotspot, too. Can you, I'm sorry, what, what did you just ask about the situation? I was asking, <laughs> did you notice from every time tasha has been on that um, if she, there's any weakness at all that she, like, she, like, she goes from super vibrant and then she just fucking cold as ice and she's out? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that 
it's like she's ha- it's like the, the whole divorce this, this whole divorce thing it's not that big a deal to me like i'm like you've been divorced it's the most normal thing you could possibly be yes yes he comes back around and then she completely like it's like a switch all of a sudden she's like i was divorced oh and then it's like she's in a like a headspace she can't get out of but it's like it doesn't matter everyone's been divorced it's but okay she- and she allows no weakness. So if there's any hesitation or doubt, like she's laughy, 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 and then cold. Rob, you're shaking your head. What do you think about that? Well, it makes me think of the, I know we're not there yet, but that makes me think of the dance class. You know, the dance Yes, yes. Down mm-hmm. there. And he, he was, you know, and he, and Zach rose to the challenge, which was. Yes. But uh, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. She really does. Um, yeah, just this whole plot line bothered me just because I feel like I just don't, believe Ben. I don't think Ben even knows what, and the whole, you know, like Gary was saying, like the concept of love in this show, which is why we love it, is thrown around like it's this thing you can hold, give as a present. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. I love you. And she, she, he goes, I love you. I think I'm in love with you. And she goes, wow. Yeah. She loves that. <laughs> We're going to leave the last word to our little, our leader, Dougie BB. What do you see, Dougie B's? I think that um, I just want to talk about why she's so divorce is such a big deal to her. It feels like her father is a huge influence in terms of like, don't you do that again? Oh my God, dude, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So then we get, so then um, we go to the rose ceremony and this, I don't think any of us saw this version of how this went down coming. This was the biggest hole in footage we've ever like, this was a shocker in that there was no breadcrumbs leading to the why and wherefore for this. This was oftentimes, it was just an odd thing in that, you know, they would have had footage leading up to this of some kind of conversation and they know how it turned out. They edit backwards. They know who win and they they do misleads and things along the way. I mean, they have the whole season before they finish editing. And um, so this was the strangest Exit, I think I can remember the way it happened. They go to the rose ceremony and she was like, um, Ivan, can I talk to you for a second? Oh, what? Yeah. And then sweet, (laughs) our, are too good for this earth, Ivan. He did. He did. He was like, huh? What? What do you want? And it, it's never good. It's never good when you get pulled aside. It's not like, I just wanted to tell you, you're so awesome. Before I give you the room. <laughs> like, no, you're so you got awesome. this. I'm going to give this. it to these other guys. <laughs> you're so awesome. And then she said, look, we started off. Can we talk really quickly? Is what she said really quickly. Um, we started off strong. And it was important subjects. But they couldn't pose concern for me. Um, religious is a point of morals for me and my re- re- beliefs. And it's a roadblock for the two of us. And... Um, literally, and then she sent him home and then he was like, I just, and then he said, I don't think she's going to end up with anyone in the car as uh, he did donuts around the La Quinta to go two doors over. I, I have to say, I wonder if they were frightened about religion because Madison was so religious last time that they didn't edit in or it was this just more of an excuse that she did not want Ivan and she didn't know how to get rid of him. Like, why wouldn't they show any 
did this all happen in the airstream that we learned? So, so we found out from some of the internet stuff that she wants to marry a Christian and that he's like agnostic. But he said, I guess, allegedly on a podcast that he was open to like exploring things and that she was like, this is a non-starter for me. And I think is the word on the street. But, but I'm just more concerned. Look, if you're super religious and that's your thing, I, I did not grow up with any religion. So I'm not trying to be the voice of, I don't, I don't know, like, and if that's important to you that's great but like what i don't understand is why we didn't see any of this there were no breadcrumbs for the viewer i see katie levine leaning forward take it away i first of all we haven't talked to you at all yet can we just give a round of applause for katie's dreidel <laughs> it's my dogs uh they don't make hanukkah hats for humans or at least it's i can't find them unfortunately so good it looks great thank you um she has talked about her faith multiple times. Like she's just kind of sprinkled it in where she'll just like say something about her faith being important or but we didn't see them talk. No, that's we didn't. But that happened. A- that happened in the airstream. That happened in the fantasy suite I because see. the next morning when she's doing her interview afterwards, she said, oh, we talked about I sent you guys a video of this. She's like, we talked about, you know, everything and everything, really important things like um, our religious beliefs. And then she like kind of paused and looked I at the see. ground like it wasn't okay. a good conversation in her okay. mind. All right. Because she's pretty decisive. Yeah. So my suspicion is if she'd known that earlier, she would have eliminated Ye- earlier. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly kind of shocked it didn't come up. But I mean, she she like in her Instagram bio, it's, it's like a psalm. Some, I don't know what a All psalm right. is to be honest. So it has, says that in numbers. Okay. And then she, in her Twitter bio, it says she goes to church every Sunday. Okay. I mean, look, if that's your thing and that's new information and that's a priority, Paget, take it away. What was unclear, though, and I think it's where it makes you feel kind of icky is we don't know is he muslim or jewish or no, like ag- what's the religious no i know but yeah, we yeah. didn't know watching the show like right. what that it's that he isn't in her church we don't even know that it's just they have a difference of opinion on religion but we didn't know what, what it was, it was. I, that's why i texted all of you guys it was, was like, weird what? that was so story? weird robbie b it's it's very strange and you know normally we've had contestants before that are like i'm very faith-based you know and you know it's all about the faith for me and like bachelors that have like talked a lot about like their faith and their family very we had the mormon family that yeah. went like they've talked about it before it's just it I, I don't know why they sort of dropped the ball on that edit that would have been yeah yeah um uh uh stash socks oh uh, i sent jerry trainer a present that just arrived this morning to be, for being such a great rookie of the year i sent him bennett's mustache socks so he can always know that he's not a douche he's a he's a, a covid nurse who doesn't believe in masks jerry so what if i'm deficient in four out of five emotional <laughs> problems i don't know <laughs> One. There's a fifth one we didn't know about. Yeah, there's, I, there's, <laughs> keep adding them, dude. It's like, how am I not supposed to be deficient? It's an amendment. What did you think of that shocking Ivan? Did you think she was using it as an excuse? Or do you think it was like she heard that and she was like, you're out? That's that's what I was going to say. Like, well, first off, it was confusing just to watch. I was like, what's going on? Wait, religion? What? Yeah. What's happening now? And I felt like they didn't show it because my guess is maybe it doesn't make her look that good. Maybe right. it makes her look, dare I say, intolerant. Right. Um, here's the problem with it. Here's my take. <laughs> I, I don't care 
if you're religious or not. I don't. I don't like it when it's used conveniently. Right. And the, mm. Remember Pilot Pete's season? My first introduction to the Bachelor franchise. Yes. Addison gets there. He sends What's-Her-Name home. They're going to Fantasy Suites. And she goes, I'm a virgin. And if you sleep with other people, I'll right. be pissed. Right. And it's like, you're telling me this now? Right. At the end, when at the beginning of the season... You all were introduced to me as Captain Windmill the Bang Man. <laughs> and, and so now oh it's like all of a sudden this information comes out that is a time bomb and it's this nuclear event. And it's like, why are you just telling him this now? You're using it. It's a, you know, it's a deus ex machina, right? It's a god from the machine. It comes in at the last minute to save you. And I'm just, it's just kind of gross. And I bet they edited out that conversation because maybe it didn't make her look that good. Can I just say how proud I am to hear, first of all, your fancy wording of what you just said, God in the machine. But beyond that, you referencing Peter Pilot. Like, I feel like our baby bird has been flying. I may, you <laughs> just... Amy, I feel like... Oh, Ricky, he's in. He's in. Like you, you now are no longer. You're you. You're officially hooked on the crack cocaine. Like we've hooked you. Oh, I'm totally in. Oh, I'm totally in. This is. We were talking about it on Zoom last night. Like, I truly look forward to my Zoom watch hangs with my friends. Like I love watching it and breaking it all down. It's so fun. Oh my god! Meeting all of you, knowing all of you, it's it's just wonderful. It's been a fun. It's a fun watch. And it's like, I, I have to say, I've been sent so much alcohol during this pandemic and I'm not a big drinker. And I was thinking who I want to have a party when all of this ends. And I thought, who do I want to give all this alcohol? Who do I want to have the party with? And I thought these podcast, my podcast pals, who many of whom <laughs> don't know each other in person, I want to bring them all here, give them all the alcohol and just see what happens. <laughs> I just, I feel that. There's steam to be blown off. I'm, I really, I can't wait for that. Okay, Dougie B, do you have anything to say about that? I say, well, you know, I don't drink that much, so I'll bring the weed. <laughs> Great. I love it. I yeah, love yeah. It. Um, so here we go. We have... that, by the way? Can we just do that? Can we make that a plan? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the plan. I'm I... RSVPing yay. Okay, great. I have a lot of alcohol, like a lot. Okay, so um, so then so then Ivan's out of here, and I feel like America was like, no, no, not what? So now it's Ben and Zach. Like, well, now we know he's going to win, duh. Like, okay, mm-hmm. even though it was a great finale. I miss back in the day when you really were waiting to see whose shoes stepped out of the limo. It's been so many seasons since <laughs> You step out of the limo. Jerry, you've never had one. Jerry, talk to us. Well, I have a question because this felt like when she goes, when she picks up the rose and then she puts it down and she goes, Ivan, I want to talk to you. And he goes, huh, what are you saying? And he's like, Ivan, (laughs) get the fuck over here. And he's like, oh, right. The cameras are on. Yeah. He goes over. It felt, this season felt like, and correct me if I'm wrong, like there were very, not very many rose ceremonies. It was a lot of like, I can't do this big shocker thing. I have to pull them aside and send them home private. That's, hap- that's happened more and more. That used to never mm-hmm. happen. There's more humanity now. That happened yes, during Col- be- that happened during Colton season. 
Um, Ari was the last one that kind of had a regular rose ceremony, but then they had the world's most brutal finale that night in real time. <laughs> Do you think it's because of the like the intimacy of the situation that they're all quarantined? It all takes place in this one place. And no, it's been happening more and more. Like it's been happening more and more where they will break. They're growing up. a and, conscience, and it yeah, but it makes it a worse finale where you're like. Whose shoes? I, the last one I can really remember was JoJo season and Robbie's like heeled pointy elf shoes. <laughs> you wanted to see who hops out first because they're going to get cut. So Robbie had like like law like men's loafers that were Italian loafers, but they had a nose to them that were like an inch long and went like four inches past his toes. And he walked like like. Uh, like a ballet dancer down <laughs> and that's when we were like whose fucking shoes are those and we're like oh that's robbie so jordan won anywho so so there we go so we have so then here come the parents this is where we get interesting because i know we're losing jerry at a certain hour so i'm gonna i'm gonna start clipping the family comes in and desmond jr desmond senior all the fam the mama everybody's there and um and the first person up is ben um and and he did really well. And he, I felt like the dad loved that he went to West Point. Um, he was very respectful. Um, you know, it, it was, it was, the dad at first didn't like that he got, he showed up and was sent home. But then I felt like he was like, look, I, I love your daughter. And I, and I got nervous and I felt vulnerable. But like, and then he said, what do you love about her? And he's like, I love how it makes me feel. And like, but mm-hmm. everybody seemed to love Ben. And uh, and then they went on scooters, and she had her stilettos on and her scooter scooting around. And uh, and I thought her – I remember her dad being really hard during hometowns before. He definitely – it's definitely like dad rules the roost. Um, but I thought her family was sweet, and I thought mm-hmm. her brothers were adorable. And um, – and I thought both guys gave good family. So what did you guys think of Ben meeting the parents? Robbie B, take it away. I thought that uh, Ben did fine, you know, considering. Um, but he, then when Zach came, I thought Zach did so much better. But I just love, in, in retrospect, looking back at them scootering, to me that was kind of a sad end to that visit. Because yeah. <laughs> maybe they ran out of things to talk about. They're like, well, we could ride some scooters. You yeah. Know? Now, after I saw what Zach was like, Zach was like a real... A yeah. real meeting the parents, but they went back to Ben's. It was like, they're just like scootering around. I don't they're, know. They're scooting yeah. around. Doug, what did you think of Ben's visit with the parents? Ben always did better in, you know, activity-based dates yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like if there's something else to do, he can right. seem like normal and not, not like the slowest speaking person in the world, <laughs> you know? And just even before we got to compare him to Zach, I just thought, is this dad really wanting to hear all about how important, like why, like Zach flipped it so beautifully by talking about Tasha and not yeah. about how, what, how, you know, he, Ben used that I've never felt this way before line to the dad. And if I were her dad, I'd be like, oh, well, feel that way a few times before you pick one out to marry. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like have some relationships where love is part of the relationship. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to lead to marriage every, you know. Yeah. I see Jerry nodding his head. Jerry, take it away. No, I mean, I, I have nothing. He, he seemed very, he seemed like he, he would be a good, he'd be a good meet for the parents. Yes. Like, West Point. Respectful. 
He's very, you know, he's very, he's, I went to West Point, all that stuff. He's very, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, all that. But, but Rob literally just said verbatim what I was thinking, which is he has run out of things to say. He does not know what to say. And, and yeah, what Doug said, it's just like, yeah, put him on scooters, let him zip around. PPBs, what do you got? There were three things that were strange for me with Ben. One, he kept saying, he was saying, I've never felt this way in my lifetime. He kept saying lifetime. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a colloquialism from somewhere. Yeah. Instead of saying, I have never felt this way in my life. The other thing was, he said, at one point, he said, well, to the mother, he was like, well, I'll be honest with you. And then a couple sentences later, he said, full disclosure, I'm in love with your dad. Like, yeah. whenever it makes me nervous when someone says and I'm sure I do it because it's easy to fall into it's almost like a like a conversational placeholder but when people go well I'm going to be honest with you it suggests that the other answers are not honest yes so it makes me nervous when someone begins sentence after yes. sentence saying okay full I'm- disclosure which is a legal term <laughs> yeah, you've been hiding yes. evidence. That's or... why you're so good as Secretary of State of this podcast. Oh, thanks. I want to say I've noticed that I had a insane book agent back in the day who would always start phone calls with. I would never lie to you, and I'm thinking, well, you're about to lie. You're lying right now, Katie. And I want to say to both of you, I don't mean to be. Please tell me if this is crossing a line. You both look like smoke shows in your romper. Like you both look very yes. Elegant. Like this. Like this is legit good-looking wardrobe item. You both look very chic in your romps. Are you going to wear them again, Katie Levine? Um, you look To good. be honest, probably not. I might just give it to my sister. Oh. It's not really my style. My boobs are showing way? a lot. I don't know. Or a tank top. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll I see. Think you, I think you <laughs> Go back to La Quinta. It'd be good to wear I there. I could. I mean, I, yeah, I was thinking maybe for like it's a, a ca- more casual wedding. Yeah. It's a good poolside outfit. You we'll look see. really chic in it. Thank you. you. Thank you. I appreciate you that. Yeah, you look pretty. <laughs> just, throw a little, just throw a little camisole underneath. Yes. Dr. B- Dr. Banane, would you wear, are you going to wear your romper again? And I fortunately, unfortunately, I have to tell you, I did have to take a two-hour course on sexual harassment. The other, <laughs> it was the longest. It was, yeah, my heart, man. So I am a manager, and oh, you know, Arden. Unfortunately, you know what? You're we're gonna have to speak after this. Oh my uh, god! Did I just cross the line oh, by telling you you look like a smoke show in your romper? This is will it, this will eventually be used as an example. Oh in, my god! Is the smoke show romper crossing a line? Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, you know, we will, we, we do need to talk after. Uh, I, can I cover for you, Arden? Yes. Um, I asked uh, Rob Benedict to locate jingle bells near his testicles. Also, I'm about to see Jerry Trainer's nipple, his left Great. nipple. So Great. I'd like to take the heat off. <laughs> does that, does that negate it for you, Dr. Banana? Does that negate it? Are we cool now? It cancels it out if you just right. keep doing it. If you keep well, it on. I would like I would like to see Doug Benson's chest hair. I think this is this is don't a have any. move. You don't that under- oh. you're perfect. Interesting. I like, I like whatever a man has. I just don't like when they rip hair off. Yes, that's right. I still want to see what it, Doug. It? Take your shirt off. Yeah, we want to see it, Doug. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. That's right. why I wore the shirt underneath the romper because the romper slides off my shoulders. And then if I didn't have a shirt on, I'd look like I was sitting here topless. That's okay. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, here we go. So um, 
So then we have, so then here comes Zach and he shows how it's really done. But for seriously, Anna, are you going to wear your romper again? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll wear it again. I'll wear it again. I like it. You look great. You look great. And I feel like it's the, it's like the casual you. It's like the Gloria Steinem kind of like 70s cool, like power lady. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. This is what I would wear after I had some kids, but I'm over them and I'm like, I'm drinking wine. Yes, that's exactly right. I needed to, I needed that outfit for you and I'm glad you found it. So, so Zach shows up and, um, and they're like, well, he better fit into the family. I'll be honest with you. I was concerned that Zach with his New York accent that the orange, I was nervous Orange County wasn't going to be able to roll with a New York accent. And he was so sincere. And then um, he's like, look, you know, when he, I got to tell, he was so sweet. He was like, whenever, obviously, Tasha lights up a room. But with the most she lights up, the first time I talked to her was when she talked about her family. And it was all things. And like. Dude and he, is smooth. Yeah. but And he was like, you know. Um, and he's like, my family was here and they noticed that like I, she makes me laugh and I've never been happier. And they scared, they said a scale of one to 10 and then, oh, she's, oh, she was talking about him and she said 8.95, but that, uh, I, your, your opinion is the most important. So then they asked him, where do you see you and Tasha five years from now? And they said, he said, married, happy, mar- madly in love, starting a family. I want to also say, again, usually with uh, family visits, there's usually one douche family member. And, and all the family members of all the families were pretty lovely this year. There was no really a horrible sibling or like wild card. But maybe it was that one skeptical brother. The brother. He was separate. Yes, Zach's brother, yeah. who said maybe you don't have anything in common to Tasha, which was a little rude. Yeah. Um, he was also like, "Well, how do you feel about those other dudes?" Like he was really going. He was yeah, and he said, them. he said, he said, you didn't answer my question, like yeah. about how yeah. do you feel about my brother? Nice I, dodge, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's it. He was kind of rude. <laughs> yeah. Way to <laughs> pivot. I, Jerry, I hope you get cast as the part of the skeptical sibling in a movie about The Bachelor someday. The role I was born to play, Arden. <laughs> All right. So then, so then they said, look, they said to her, um, she's been married before. You've been married before. The same thing could happen again. I hate, I love people who are like, don't get your hopes up. It failed once. It's always going to fail. Uh, she's like, look. And he said, he said, well, that's true. Um, you know, I talked to her in, in, in the fantasy suite the other night. We had a conversation about you, sir, how you set the bar really high. Her expectations are really high that you sacrificed. You put all your kids through private school. I'm, and that basically she made it clear. Girl has a high monthly nut. You have to keep. I want my kids to go to private school. I want a nice house. I want you to be the provider. If this this is what I expect, this is how I was raised, and my man is gonna. If I want to be a stay-at-home mom, that better happen with me still having shopping trips and the kids going to private school. And he said, whatever it takes to make that happen. I, I mean, he really manned up and made it clear he understood the expectations. Padgy, Padgy BB, what do you think about that? I, I think that. That tape should be studied by any man who wants to, because it was honest and earnest, even if he was bullshitting, because it was so good. Like, so you good. know, you're tough the way dads can be tough. Like yeah. he tempered it with enough risk 
that the father was invested in knowing that this guy was being really genuine with him and saying, I'll do whatever it takes and I want us to face things in the future. That's what I'm looking forward to. Robbie B. I even felt like after the date when they go outside, she's like, okay, well, great. See you tomorrow. Whatever. I felt like he wanted, he wanted, he was like, yeah, but that was, that was fucking great. Right. <laughs> like I feel like he yeah. wanted a little bit more. Like he wasn't ready to just, just walk away. He wanted, because he knew, he knew, he knew he nailed it. You know, well, Rob. So I felt like Zach has transitioned into confident Zach. Yes. And so he's no longer, um, Giovanni Gosling, I feel like he, he started to resemble a little Don Corleone last night. Ooh. He's doing, so I, I kind of want to see that in your impression. Yes. I want to see a little Don Corleone in your impression. Yes. But from like looking down, Zach. Yeah, he's always he's doing this. He's always like yeah. looking down. And... Yeah. But then it, last night we got a couple of these where he's like. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I actually feel like in a weird way. Some guys I know love a high maintenance woman, like that thrills them. And Not I, me. And I, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like he's the kind of guy that it actually makes him, in a good way, put his shoulders back and feel prideful to yeah. be like, I'm gonna meet these expectations. Like I'm gonna be the head of, I'm gonna be the man of the house. And I like, and he, and I don't, I find him to be respectful and a feminist. There's nothing like the creepy, like, like I think. He likes that she's a little high maintenance, and I think it makes him feel good to be that way. Dougie B, how do you feel about that? He likes teaching people how to hail cabs. Like, if he could uh, do that for a living, he would. But, you know, he's got to do his uh, uh, addiction specialist stuff. He's definitely, he's like a guy that, uh, you know, he's tap dancing. Like, he gets the, he gets what he wants uh, by, like, Knowing so much about her family and then using it like Ben, on the other hand, if you quizzed him about the name of anybody in her family, he probably wouldn't know. Right. Yeah, but he's in, could, but he's in love. See, you could see Zach like, repeating their names and learning it like he's he just. Listen, he tried. He knows how to, you know, he, he can work a room. He can like get in there and uh, charm everybody. But I'm, I'm still not 100 percent sold on him. But he did a great job in that uh, situation. What's your, what's your head? Well, well, you know what? We're going to take a break and we're going to come back with Doug Benson's hesitations. Oh, bone zone. Time for the bone zone. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle. And I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels 
a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. And we're back. Doug Benson, before the break, you were like, I, I thought he did a good job, but I'm not sold on Zach. Tell us, free space, take the floor. What are your hesitations on Zach? The break was so long, I lost interest in the topic. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's there's something about, I think Zach can get what he wants, but that doesn't necessarily make him the man for, uh, for Tasha. I still feel like they still got to figure stuff out. Like uh, they're not going to get married right away. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about this show is I'm a big believer in that anybody on earth can give a good one year. You can have fun with anybody for a year. And that like the first three months are sort of like the easiest to have a good time. But like anybody can kind of fake it for a year. Things get harder to hide and get more real. Like, like just slow your roll. Like to really see what you're getting don't rush off to Vegas and put a ring on it like in the first 12 months. Like I think that's still a honeymoon phase of what you really – you don't know everything yet. She's got to see that he cries every time he thinks about his family. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Aww. Later when he was like, my, pa- my parents. Yeah. My parents walked in the room and I like, – and like we saw the parents. They really are not tear-worthy. In my like, <laughs> I think he put them through such hell like that. I think the fact that they stood by him, that I think he's so grateful that they like are still there you're, and embracing you're totes, him. You're totes down on Zach. You're totes. I feel. You know what it was. I feel like I see now, and we'll get like this is jumping ahead, but knowing 
that this guy had a brain tumor and then like got they gave him pain meds and then just went down a spiral of hell and that he now has like nine years. She pursued him like he was just kind of hanging back and she locked and loaded on him. And and I find him to a like he was nice enough to the other guys, but like just getting to know his story is like, oh, nine years of sobriety from something like that. He's definitely put in the day-to-day work, like, making coffee in church basements and being of service to other dudes. Like, this is a guy who, you know, for all the other – I don't know. I guess we just haven't seen somebody like him. For people that are just there to try to sell FabFit fun boxes, this guy's probably helped a bunch <laughs> of people. And, like, it's definitely probably been a complicated road. But but I, I suspect he's probably had to really deal with people in a real way in in ways that none of these other – guys have maybe or not i don't know maybe not all i'm generalizing but like he's we haven't seen a guy like him make it this far before mm-hmm. Pudget, you're true. Dead. I, I i think that's true i i he he has ended up impressing me a lot but i also think it could still burn too hot too yeah. bright too fast and be yeah. over and if she's moving if she has already moved to new york with him yeah in this year that's asking a lot she and has I it. think you should she live with someone. They're both she has in not Orange moved County. In no, they're in Orange County, and they're going to they're going to New York for Christmas. Yeah, they're traveling and visiting family when you're not supposed oh, to be, and no. talking about it on television about yeah. that's their plan. And oh, the, no. the person interviewing them doesn't go, "Hey, that's not what we're supposed to be doing this year." I know. I saw that. I saw that. Oh, so frustrating. I mean, I will say to me, as far as the editing goes. He was like he and Lori was saying this yesterday. What I like about him is he feels like he knows you won the lottery. She hunted him down. She pursued him. And I you could see him being like, how did I get this fucking how did I get the smoke show? Like, he, <laughs> like, I appreciate that for whatever reason, he jingled her chemicals and she just was like all for him. And he knows he scored, which is what I like about him. Arden, I wanted to say I looked him up on Instagram and his Instagram is so normal. It's literally just there's like no model photos or whatever. It's just photos of him running marathons. He runs a lot of marathons and him and his like his his uh, little niece or nephew. And it's very cute and very real. I mean, I feel like this is not a guy that came to be an influencer and maybe was like, you know what? I'll have an experience. It's quarantine. Why not? But like it's unusual. Paget. This is like the le- the last time we saw a guy after the watching the show and looked at his Instagram. The last time we liked a guy who had a normal Instagram was Wells. Oh, we love Wells. Who was just doing animal rescue and a DJ and happy and yeah. I think he and the the what's her name that nice lady the young girl from uh, Modern Family Sarah Highland. Yeah, yeah, that they've got a great thing. It didn't work for him on Bachelor, but. Like, he's a down-to-earth dude. Even though he does Bachelor in Paradise, he's the bartender or whatever. Yeah. And if you saw his Instagram, Katie, and he seems just, like, down-to-earth, it makes me believe way more. He's not in a he's not in a firefighter, uh, uh, you know, calendar exactly. with his shirt off. Yeah. Just so yeah. normal. Impressive. Just seemed like a cool guy, like, posted about his work and stuff. Like, he's clearly very proud of everything he does. I think my hesitation, Rob, was more about her, of, like, why she... Like, he was just literally just, like, a guy in the crowd, and she was like, you. And, like, I think my question was, like, wait, what? Like, and I will say she picked, like, a nice, normal guy. Like, 
that actually, it almost reminds me of Raven and Adam, like how Adam was sort of the quieter one. And then in Paradise, she went for the guy that's not as flashy, but is like the real guy and is just crazy about her. Like, I think we're so used to these sort of shiny guys that we haven't had just like a real dude that got picked in a long time. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with all that. I, I always liked him for that reason. The thing about him that was a bit off-putting that isn't part of me, and maybe I'm prejudging here, but that doesn't totally trust him, is that confidence. He's just He's got that confidence. And for some reason, I have a thing about a guy with like too much confidence. You right. Know, I don't know if you can trust mm-hmm. him. That's the only thing. I wonder if it's that New York City kind of like – he kind of reminds me of Heitner in a little way. Like there's something about that like New York City, like <laughs> that kind of like uh, – there's like a feisty New York City thing. Uh, <laughs> Heitner would love that. But he does, cry, he does cry about his parents though. I feel like confidence is great if you're able to be vulnerable. If it's continuous confidence, that's where I just don't trust a, a second of it. Yeah, it's not – this is not somebody that – I would pick out of the lineup, like, but I love it for Tasha. You know what I mean? I think. Okay, it was so, the the dance class really highlighted it for me. It so was that was okay. Okay, right. Wait, Are we not there yet? To, we're about to get there. So before oh. the dance class, the dad shows up, mm-hmm. and the dad. I feel they must have edited. The dad was like, "I need to talk to you." We've all been talking, and we don't want you to make the biggest mistake of your life. Remember. You are divorced. Remember? You got divorced. It failed. I held you in a car, sobbing. So I'm not doing that again, Tasha. You better. And and literally, her whole makeup changed. Now, we never saw the edit of him calling someone a clown. And like, were we all crazy? Did that not well, the happen? Best, the best part about that, not the best part, but... My favorite part was when the dad, before he even got there, he knocks on the door and she's go, having coffee. She goes, oh, God, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. now, like who's back now? Yeah. yeah. Who else, who else yeah. wants to know? Yeah. Is it friggin' Spencer? Is who's Spencer that? here? Is it Blake? Who's here? So they should have she... done that as a gag. They should have just said, hey, could a few of you come back and just take turns knocking on her yeah, door? Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing about being in COVID is that every, normally they're in a house down the street. They're not on the same resort. I thing. want it to be housekeeping. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, be the God. guy that drives the Denali. Just be like, oh, so- sorry. Yeah. It's just enraged. So she's like, he goes, the same thing could happen again. Um, we, The family, we've all been talking as a family and we don't want to make you to make a mistake we're worried about you you've been hurt and you can't let that happen again here it's like it was so like i just didn't enjoy that i'm sure he was mostly quoting the kid yeah the young boy that adorable (laughs) i talked about it with the little one and he this is what he thought he said, we don't want you to go down that path again. We don't want things to go backwards. I don't want you to make the biggest mistake of your life. And um, and then, so she's like totally moody. She shows up in a sexy black dress. What's happening? What's I, happening? I'm raising my hand. I'm, I want okay. To say- oh, 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 sorry. Uh, yes. Sorry. Sorry. Yes, Jerry. Yeah, f- finally. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> the thing... This was a big sort of uh, curveball for me this moment when the dad shows up and he says, we want you to, here's what I thought the producers were doing in this moment. I thought they were going, we know, we know Taisha came in at the drop of a hat. 
he might have said something to the effect of, you guys, I'm not going to have any time to fall in love. Like what? And I felt like the producers were like, don't worry. At the last second, we'll bring you, you're divorced. We'll bring your dad in. He'll be like, are you sure? And that'll send you into a tailspin so that when so-and-so gets down on one knee, she goes, wait, like, I'm not ready yet. Right. Like I needed to, we need time. That's what I thought this was. So it was a very... When but, what happened happened, I was like, oh, okay. But the way that it affected her didn't feel like she was in on it. Like, the power that her dad's words had on her, it was like a wet blanket. All of a sudden, it was a fun sponge, as our Queen Erin Foley says. Like, the fun sponge showed up, sucked all the fun out, you know, and she went from being, Tasha, hi, to, like, black dress, still a very sexy dress, but, like, a black dress. We're going dancing. It's our first wedding dance. And, like, perfectionism came out. It's like, no, we're not getting it right. And he was a really good sport. Oh, the princess showed up. The princess showed up. He was so patient. He's like, okay, okay. And he was like, what can I do? What can I do? It was literally a step. They were just stepping. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> one the one that she and was- two, and you're messing it up, Zach. She was – and. And I thought the, pe- the the dance routine was so cute. And he goes, how can I help you? How can-? She's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I want to take a class with those instructors. They I loved that. Fun. They were so cute. And and then she was really, she was like, we're not getting it. And then he, and he goes, look at me. Look at me. And he like calmed her down. And like she couldn't have been like more enraged and spinning out. And he, but why? This was so confusing to me. I, I think was like, her dad this is really fun. her You're dad got fun. her dad got in her head and he was the Tasha whisperer and he calmed her down and they did this thing, Dr. Banana. I just want to say that was the most relatable moment when the dad came in was like, Hey, you know, weddings are expensive. Like I was like, Oh, that's like <laughs> what my dad would do. Like I paying for you to get married every year you know like it was so like you know how it is come on let's let's be sure and I was like oh this is this is the most real like that's a good dad I thought yes she's a little in her head but like that's a dad who like cares and it's just kind of like come on you know like let's just like when she was on Colton season like he could have easily been calling Colton a clown he didn't like Colton like he was like are we sure I feel like he just has this like trepidation about the situation but he's not like an asshole about it he's just kind of like just you know like hey, you're getting know. married it's been three weeks and we're in a global pandemic yeah which i you know i was like yeah that's that's i thought a good dad and also like a very relatable situation but what did you think about her losing her fucking shit and not being able to shake it off during the dance class robbie b robbie b how did you feel watching her he hadn't met that Tasha before. He saw her get a little uptight during the wedding photo thing, but he yeah. hadn't met her be this rigid version yet. Yeah. Rob, what did you think of that? Uh, for me, he that was a, a definitely a, a point up in my book for him. You know, yes, he, he really was there for the challenge. He really did seem real, and the, the cockiness and all that. It's it all seemed real and grounded in that moment, which I I liked seeing. And she was it was just funny to me because it was literally hand in hand going. One step, two step. <laughs> They're basically counting to four. She's like yes. one, two, eight. No, you know, it's like it's <laughs> rage. <laughs> now, Jerry, I know you wanted to talk about the dance routine. Take it away. I know you. No, know- no. It, that, it, I already said it. I th- th- this was the moment. It, it was kind of the moment. 
I, I'm not going to be, I soured a little on Tasha in this, in this finale. And yeah. that, that was a moment where I was like, you know, you've been stuck in this hotel. You haven't been able to travel. You haven't been able to go anywhere and experience life with any of these guys. And here's a moment where you get to have fun with someone. And it's just like, let's just like have fun. And she starts like freaking out. And, and I was like, where's this coming from? And is this the real you? And, and that's terrifying. And he's like, he's like, Don Corleone just goes, look at me. Look at me. That's the thing. That's actually, as I said earlier, I feel like that was the moment where I was like, oh, this is the guy for her in that. Right. He's stabilizing for her. Because he, she, I I remember this side of her from Paradise where she can like get really cold. And like, I think he is enough older and slightly ground and probably seen some shit and can kind of be like, okay, let's take a breath. Like, I think. In a weird way, she's more of the X Factor wild card, that, and he's going to have to be the comic presence. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm also not buying, like, and maybe I don't remember when she said this, so maybe it's later, but, like, it, it, in the moment where he was like, I'm going to be there for you no matter what, if you want to be a waitress or whatever, it's, she kind of started to hedge on the, like, am I going to be the housewife with five kids, or am I going to be the woman who, like, rules the world? And I'm like, oh, interesting. Okay, so. She was, I, I felt like all of that stuff was watching somebody saboteur really being like, I'm going to ruin this. I'm going to try to ruin this in the dance class. Okay, I didn't, I, 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 I tried to really hard to ruin it in the dance class and I failed. Hmm. But I'm still going to try to ruin it. I'm going to try to ruin it later and be like, no. I, I you meet me now and I'm I'm going for the world. But what if I'm a waitress? And what if I want to be a mom? And what if I, like. You can see it spinning out, freaking out. I think in a weird way because this guy is here and all in, and I think she's terrified. Paget Brewster, I see you nodding your head. Uh, yeah, he he diffused the situation successfully, calmly twice. Because and also, is she ruling the world? I I don't understand the. Are you going to want me when I'm when I what if I want to stay home with the kids and and take care of the kids and 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 I'm not ruling the world? Um, well, why don't why don't you just be happy? Why don't you move in together and chill? Said, You're not going to have five kids and rule the world. You're not going to be the queen of England. I, don't, I just don't understand. Like she, she said, really I don't was. She was trying to sabotage it. She said, I don't want any surprises. I'm stressing out about about facing our future. Like, what if we change in the future? What if I change? I'm used to people running away as opposed to staying. And then he had a great line. And he said, this is, it's too great. It's too great. Okay. What did he all right. Okay, wait, this, is where, this is where I go. He's okay, all right, all right, many, all right. Man box. Yeah, put him in the man box. He's had too many 12-step programs. Okay, okay and fine. He's got, a, putting, he's got a friggin' story for everything. I'm putting him in the man box. this is where I get I, skeptical. Okay, fine. You, this is not your turn to speak yet. He <laughs> says, I am nine years sober today. And the recovery is the most important thing in my life because it allows me to not run away. And I have commitment. And in order to make that, I have commitment. (laughs) Our stripper is pouting. And I have loyalty. And I know why I love you. It doesn't matter to me. You could be a waitress. This is not the reason that I love you. And then 
She goes, cheers, cheers to the man that makes me feel safe and heard and special. I've been through hell and back. And then he and then she says and she and she says, who has been through hell and back to be the best man I've ever dreamed of? And uh, and then he said, she's the best. We danced. I had my anniversary. I feel like I'm in a dream. She said and he said, maybe dreams come true. And God damn it. And then she said, that is literally a Hallmark card. And then he says, okay, I just really love you. I'm going to give it all I have. And she says, I love Zach Clark so much. And then he says, I love you. And uh, I'm going to let our uh, rookie of the season, Dougie B, start us off. Yeah, he said that that first thing. And then when she accused him of being Hallmark, he goes, I love you. And it's like, well, that's simpler than Hallmark. I mean, that is like... It's not like he followed it up with another great, you know, with a thing that was sincere and great. It was just, just, you know, I mean, Ben. She was poking holes. She was trying to pop every balloon. She was looking for an out and he was having none of it. I also just don't, I just, that's one of the things that I heard it wrong when Zach, when I heard Zach said, you could be a, you can be a waitress. I don't care. To me, sounded like him saying like that he thinks that that's something that might actually be in her future <laughs> is being a waitress. You know what I mean? Like, like it felt to me like he was like, yeah, well, you're going to have to help provide and uh, you, might, you might as well do that. You know, <laughs> instead of being like, I want you to follow your passions. Yes. Dr. Do- Dr. Banana is trying to get comfortable in a big way. There's a lot. There's a lot, a lot of in these things. There's yeah. a lot happening. Dr. Banana, first of all, are you okay? And second of all, what did you think of this speech in the dance class? Um, yeah, I'm okay. Sorry. I'm in a very uncomfortable chair. But uh, <laughs> I just I was just trying to trying to shift around. Yeah. So, yeah. Um <laughs> My feet, I'm like Jerry. My balls are all tight in this. <laughs> you just harassed Jerry. Now you got to go to HR because he. Oh. You just harassed Jerry, but I'll make it up. I'm going to neutralize it. Jerry, your balls have never been freer than this romper. You could not be more wrong, Arden. Arden, my balls are in a in a POW camp right now. <laughs> He's going command. Don't. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I need I need SEAL Team Six to infiltrate the romper via the, the nipple area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And cut a hole in the fencing. <laughs> Dr. Banana. Dr. Banana, what did you think of her sabotaging it and his I'm nine years sober story? I loved it. Uh, yeah, I thought it was great. I thought he was a great um balance to her. Like she was trying to like be like because I also think wasn't her her whatever her ex-husband came out and said like she didn't want to work or something like that it was just some shit he was talking about her and i think like she has all these insecurities of like you're you're gonna get bored with me and cheat or whatever you know or stuff i feel like that's the problem it's like yeah maybe i want to like be an influencer now but what if i just want to like be a stay-at-home mom as well and i think that's where all this insecurity is coming from this ex who like clearly was an asshole and I thought he was he was great in that moment. I mean, yeah, like dreams come true, like that's very hallmarky, but like she was the one that said it feels like a dream and he was like, Well, this is my opportunity to say something really cheesy. So <laughs> Yeah. Pulled him out. So I I, don't know, I thought it was fine. They Pad- Paget, how did you feel about the about this whole she I have to say I'm with Jerry. She was a lot on this, like and and we forget how young she is and that she's just come out of this divorce and the guy seems like a douche and probably 
cheated on her and probably said some really nasty stuff. And and like it's probably fairly raw. And I think she's under 30. Like it's a lot if somebody's drilled that into you, bad things about you. And, and what do you think, Paget? Well, I think there's also the possibility that very rarely do marriages end because one person's an asshole and the other person's perfect. I, I, I don't think most people are perfect. So I think there could be a component to her personality where she knows she gets high maintenance, drama, angry, the curtain comes down. And she did it to him twice to see if he could roll with it because yeah. the husband maybe couldn't. And right. maybe that's not so bad on him. I don't know this guy. I mean, we he sounds like a dick. But she can be a little tight, high-maintenance princess. And if he's into that and okay with calming down Which he the seems princess, like he is. Then, then they might have a great thing together. So I, I think it's possible she was trying to pop all the balloons to see if he would still be there. Like, okay, you happy? You pl- popped all the balloons now, princess. You want to go? You want to lie down and cuddle? Nice. Like, Because that's what she needs. Robbie B, how do you deal with high maintenance ladies? Is that do you run away from that? How do you feel if somebody gets like that? You just have to know how to love them, I guess. You know what I mean? Which I think he does, and I think he's he's used gross, to- Rob. <laughs> that was great. That was you really like a Zach answer. What the hell is wrong with you? That people? was like that was a Bachelor was of the Year answer. That, that was, was so hallmark, Rob. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you, to, you know, used to learn how to love them. <laughs> for the win. Talk about confidence. That was a confident answer, my friend. Good lord. <laughs> um, but yeah, and and I I think in that moment you saw her. Everything was okay when she called him by his last name. It was Clarky, 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 and the Queen. Mm-hmm. And then when she said that, that was it. We knew her pick, and it was all done. It was a so, deal. So then, um, it's the morning, and she says. I'm nervous. At this point, I know where my heart wants, and I know my heart does not want Ben. (laughs) She just couldn't even fake a day with him. She could not. It's like basically like I can't even handle going on scooters in the heat with this guy in capri pants. I feel like they brought him back the second she found out that Ivan was agnostic and she wanted to let him go. And they're like, well, we need somebody to, like, make it interesting. So producers are like. Call left. Bennett, call Blake. Yeah. Call, yeah. And they yeah. teed it up in the episode where she got rid of him because they kept cutting to him in the car and her waiting like he was going to come back. Yeah. And it just, uh, you know, they dragged that out for a real long time considering it, it felt like then later it didn't actually amount to anything. But then when, when as soon as the knocking happened, I knew it was, you know, it was going to be Ben. Because they teased it early in the show, you know, early in yeah. that episode. Oh, well, also when she talked to Rachel going, I, you know, there is one guy that I just keep thinking about. Yeah. It's Ben. I feel like they filmed that after, like, that they needed this. They filmed it after. Um, she says, I wish my heart was open, but it's not. I do know what I need to do. I don't like hurting people. I care about you, and my, but my heart's with somebody else. Um, I don't want you to ever second guess anything. I'm in love with he says, I'm in love with you, and that doesn't change. When you love somebody, you want them to be happy. And then she goes, Zach is my person. <sighs> okay, great. So, I mean, is there anything? <laughs> ben Skinny uh, Jeans. Do you have anything to say, Ben Skinny Jeans? When he was getting into the Denale, wearing the skinny jeans, <laughs> yes. I was like, skinny jeans are done. Yeah. And maybe that's COVID. Maybe it, because I've been so comfortable in my comfy jeans. Yeah. And I was, a skin, I was a slim fit guy. Were you? I was a slim fit. I did a, I did my skinny jeans. I did my rocker face. 
Yeah, sure. But I think now, I think it's, I think it's over. I think the skinny jeans are done, and I think Ben is done. And Ben, Ben had the rolled up pants probably because he's worried that he'd have to get into another fountain. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Him stripping down, buck naked, to show his his true self, and then stripping down again to get into the fountain up to his knees, both red flags. Yeah. Okay, so then, here we go. So then we have, hi, I'm Neil Lane. As Zach, Zach goes and meets Neil Lane, and then he goes, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. And then he had tears. He's like, I love Tisha so much. Um, and then I so thought she, about, I thought yes. about Jerry a lot during this part, the Neil Lane. It's Neil Lane. <laughs> what did you think, Jerry? When we come back, we'll hear what Jerry thought about Neil Lane. <laughs> getting so hot in here i think i gotta take a pee break we started talking about this incident drugs and uh, officials cover up <laughs> you couldn't believe it from iheart podcasts it's like the police knew who he was before they got here a story about money power and corruption the medical school dean at usc was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. And we're back and we're going to hear about Neil Lane in one second. I had a vision in the restroom and I know I'm being redundant, but this is to answer Robbie B. This is to, I think I said this earlier, with just talk, coming around on deck, with your question me coming around on deck. You know what it was? And this is the first time I've seen it in a long time. I wouldn't, this is, he, this is not, it's putting aside my own personal thing as like a lady. It was when, again, when I saw them dancing and I saw her get tight and I saw him calm her down, it was, he's exactly what she needs. And yeah. that's when I was all in on him. Yeah. His steadiness was like, oh, it's, it's so rare in this franchise that you see the right fit. It, it was, I'm, it's been years since you've seen something like that. Yeah. Okay, let's hear about it. Jerry Trainer. how did you feel when you saw, hi, I'm Neil Lane. It still now, hurts, just like now, the first time. It's, Doug, I feel- did, you, did, you know what, did you know what Jerry thought Neil Lane was, Doug? No, what? He thought it was when it was time to get engaged. People went to a street called Neil Lane because they kneeled on it. And then they kneeled on Neil Lane, and then it was time to get <laughs> which is the cutest. So he cute. believed that it was a place. He didn't know it was a person. I thought, because they always show them walk down this lane, <laughs> <laughs> and then they kneel. Yeah. And I didn't know. I'd never sure. seen it. And you guys were all talking about Neil Lane, Neil Lane. And I was like, oh, I get it. I got it. It's I guess we should explain to you what we should explain what a psychopath is. It isn't an actual path. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't understand. Where do you go psycho then? <laughs> yeah, where are you gonna be? Now you I feel like when they brought Brendan on the world's worst date during Fantasy Suites, he had no idea who Neil Lane was. She was like, Oh, this is your friend Neil Lane. He's like celebrity jewel. Like he had no clue who Neil Lane was. He was just like, Gulp. Yeah, just also, but I mean, what a sandbagging! Zach gets to paint Tasha's body and roll around with her, and <laughs> Brendan has to go pick out rings. Well, oh, this is what we talked about on the podcast yesterday. Yeah. My theory was that the pot that if she's saying she wanted Brendan, that he was always the one. And by the way, how awkward for Zach to watch that back and be like, even today, I'm going to marry Brendan. Like that's tough to watch, but um. I felt like the franchise knew he wasn't ready and that they needed an engagement because they haven't had one in so long. They needed a win and they had to get rid of him. And they knew the fastest way to get rid of him was to go ring shopping instead of titty pants. Yeah, to, to give him a full-blown panic attack on he television. He was shaking. His cheeks were shaking. Uh. Okay, so here we go. So he meets Neil Lane. He picks out whatever, the princess cut, the emerald cut, some cut, a big ring, huge honking ring. And then... um, It's an infinity ring. See? It's a ring. It goes on forever. Like you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer an infinity ring, though. I prefer an infinity ring to one of those giant... The whole thing is an infinity ring with more cluster diamonds and... It's almost like there's not a diamond. It's just diamond chip glop. That's what those rings look like. And it's $80,000, that ring. That's crazy. But I don't understand current ring fashions. I don't get it. Um, So then, so then, 
He goes, I'm the luckiest guy in the world, which is what, again, again, why I'm liking him more is that you feel like he knows. He's like, why'd she pick me? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. You can see that he knows he scored. And then he goes, I love Tisha so much. And then she's like, I'm nervous. I love him so much. But there's something that's different about it. Like, so she's, she gets up there and it, so many people tweeted us. Here we are. It's 190 degrees. They set a, like, and it's in the middle of, like, arcs of, like, bramble, and then they literally light a fire in the middle Two. of, like, I thought the fires. same thing. There's fires. Two and fires. it's right around, like, when they had that stupid gender reveal thing that literally lit California yeah. on fire. So it's like, yeah. they're, they they could be lighted. They, they set fires in the desert when the desert is on fire. They're <laughs> making, like, a gazebo out of dead scrub brush and then lighting <laughs> yep. a friggin' fire pit next to it. <laughs> I was like, this thing is going to go up it's with true. They, did, they did make a gazebo of dead scrub brush. <laughs> so, then they have, so then they have, so then she goes, I love him so much. There's something that's different. I question if I've ever really been in love, true love until now. I'm excited. Weeping. So then um so then she's waiting there. And they also previewed, so we didn't see the clown. They previewed at the beginning of the episode her weeping in the dress. <laughs> weeping in the dress at that fucking fire pit, going, What did I do? What did I do? Where was that? What was that about? She was alone? bent over and sobbing. What the fuck was that? Katie Levine, Dr. Banana, Robbie B, Banana, Anna Banana, what was that? It was a misdirect, just like they misdirected us with her father calling someone a clown. They don't, like, don't give it to me in an edit. I need it paid off. Dougie B, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, did they, did she just fake cry for the camera so they could do that like something had to cause that to happen because they have footage of it happening right rob what do you think the sobbing was what was that i don't know i don't know there was nothing wrong there was nothing maybe she was like i'm gonna get proposed to in the middle of what looks like just a bunch of desert garbage it literally looked like bones (laughs) i felt like it was like dried bleached bones like that they made like some like Sort of like use out of Padgy Bee, baby pee 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 pees. I think honestly, what could have happened is she realized it was a bad dress choice because she must have just been a swamp crotch. <laughs> she must have been sweating so bad swamp in that Tin Man beautiful dress, but clearly synthetic material in the desert in the next in the to scrub. fires. Next to fires, she could have hurt her. She could have broken her shoe and been like, "What have I done?" Because she's such a perfectionist. She'd be like, I picked the wrong dress. What do you think? Rookie of the year. What do you think? I think they pulled some some tomfoolery with us. I think she was laughing. And she was bending over laughing. And then they dropped that sound cue out and put in a sound of her crying from previously. What What am I doing? Or like whatever from sending someone home. Oh. And it looked like she's there. We gotta rewatch it. We gotta rewatch she's it. She's like she lost a contact or something. Robbie BB, what do you think, my I friend? Think, I think Jerry's. I think that's it. I think I that's gotta rewatch it. it. I think they dropped in sound from something else. I, could, I would even buy her doing ADR and putting it in. Wow. I think they do a bit of that in this show anyway. But uh, same as the clown. I want to know who the clown was. I want to know who, who the, the clown. Was. 
I think she, I think the dad, I think that was a completely separate conversation. And he was just saying that about one of his sons. Or maybe saying or about, about her ex-husband. Or about her ex-husband. Oh, her ex, yeah. Yes, her that's ex. what it is. Yeah. Her yeah. ex-husband. Yeah, he was sitting around going, I don't want him. I don't want her with a clown. Like yeah. that last guy. That last guy, your first husband was a clown. Maybe her ex is a professional clown. That's what he did. He was a clown. Dude, he clowning. I wouldn't put it past production to literally like have a guy walk by the room in a clown outfit. And he goes, that's a clown. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? These yeah, people are just. Some, they put that Polly guy that was at, judging the ice bath where poor exactly. Ivan's dick got because <laughs> yeah, I I agree though. I think you're right that they used uh like her. She's like laughing and like bending down, and they use old footage. I'm gonna rewatch it oh after God. we're done. So then she says, "So it, this was weird. He talked for a long time. Then she talked for a long time. That I don't know if they were like stretching it out. Also, there's no after the final rose episode. Strange. But she goes. He said from the first conversation, I knew everything happened for a reason, and I was surprised to meet you. But I no, I was supposed to meet you and to fall in love with you. And then when they are first kissed and falling in love, nothing has ever felt so right in my entire life. You have made me smile more than anyone. I love you, Tasha. I love you because you are a fighter. I love you because you are a strong, independent woman. I love the total package that is you. I love that you are a total dork. You, um, I love everything about you. I, um, I know that loyalty is important to you. And I promise to be loyal to you, which was great. Great. And then he says, um, I am never scared. I ha- uh, everything has been different. You... I have had gratitude and my family saw me. They saw that I had the biggest smile that they thought I would never get back. Um, And then she says, I thought I would never get married again. I told you I love you. But more than that, um, she said, "Um, I'm wild about you. And I tried to come up with reasons not to love you, but the, uh, the reasons not to believe. But I love you, Zach Clark. I will do absolutely everything to keep that huge smile on that face. And he said, you gave my parents the biggest gift. They got to see the smile on my face. And that's the best, best gift you could give to them. And they knew. And I can't picture another day, another moment of life. Well, if you will let me, I will choose you right now. I will choose you tomorrow morning. I will choose you next week. I will choose you next year. And I will choose you forever because I love you. And they said, here we are, Clarky and the Queen, taxi to New York. I loved it. And then he proposed. I loved it. I have chills on my little hairy blonde arms. And she put her stilettos on and her swamp crotch dress. And he lifted her up and they walked like the Flintstones off into the desert. <laughs> here for it loved it rooting for them hope they stay get married last forever who wants to start i loved it i thought of robbie b it was the most sincere one we've had in ages rob tell me everything very sincere i was i was i was into it it, it really felt it felt real she she did that classic bachelor thing where she was like i do love you so much but Yes. I love you even more. Like it was yes. like, like, wait, what meanest, you the meanest way to say yes. Yeah, totally. Uh, I couldn't help but feel though, as they went off in their fake taxi, <laughs> just a bit of a letdown. For some reason I had this, this empathetic feeling of like, Oh, it's, it, there's gotta be a weird feeling when like the cameras go off and you're like, 
Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, here we are. This is Ooh, the gonna, end of The Graduate. The end of The Graduate a little bit. It yes. A little bit of that. I had a little bit of that just feeling. I don't know why. Wow, that's interesting. interesting. So it's like, oh. Okay. PPBs, <laughs> how did you feel, my queen? I love what Rob just said because I had not thought about that. Um, I think he was very generous. I think what's really, really sympathetic and real. And you're right. We haven't had an ending like this that felt really genuine where he was like, you gave the biggest gift to my family. That yes. is such a generous, loving, Classy. invested. Classy. Yeah, they're really together and I hope it lasts. But you're right. It's they walk off in the cardboard taxi and then what? God, Rob, really, um, really turning it into art. No. Dougie B, Dougie <laughs> B, what did you feel watching it? Now, I know you didn't agree with me. You didn't, uh, up top, you said, I don't agree. Let's let's give you room for you coming out, not loving it like I loved it. I just, uh, you know, I didn't, I found the setting unromantic. Like <laughs> you a, mean a the Mad garbage Max, fire apocalypse? Like a Mad Max movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I knew, you know, and I know how hot they were and uncomfortable. And it, it just really reminded me of like it felt like the producer said each of you has to make a speech where you don't get right to the meat of it immediately. Right. Like at the end of that game show, The Wall, where you don't where they the two people, they don't know if they won the money or not. And they both give long speeches to each other while we sit there impatiently waiting for the results. Yeah, it, it felt like that to me. Like it was just because I was also looking at the clock and going, "Wow, eh? they still—they're going to do a really long preview of the next season of The Bachelor, which looks so there's good. Plenty of time left. <laughs> By the way, we did uh, draft picks uh, with oh. Rob, and uh, boy, that's going to be a fun season because we really went through the cast, and I, I felt like. And we're going to put draft picks up, so you guys aren't going to go high and dry. Between you, well, you will still have an episode from us next week, so we'll be doing our draft picks. When I went, and I, I really loved it. All right, Jerry, Bachelor Rookie of the Year. How did you feel with the ending? Did you get the ending that you needed as a rookie of a wonderful rookie season, twenty twenty Rookie of the Year? How do you feel? Scrubbing? I'm, I'm shocked. Gazebo. I'm shocked that of the three males here. Yeah, I am, I think, the least skeptical, uh, which is not my normal state. I, I, he gave his speech and I was on Zoom and I like typed in chat to my friends. I was like, top that princess because it was intense. I love again, it. too smooth. It's too perfect. It's <laughs> a little calm down, you know, Zach. But then she she did. She was in love. It seemed genuine. He got down on one knee. I loved it. He was on Neil Lane, proposing <laughs> on Neil Lane. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. And then here's the thing. They Talk get in us. the taxi, the fake taxi. Yeah. And I will say, they stuck the landing for me. It, it I loved felt it. lo-fi. It felt mm-hmm. cute. I loved it. It felt sweet and earnest like something out of a Wes Anderson movie yes I love the knockoff like New York New York song they couldn't afford the real one so they played the knockoff New York New York I loved it and while I totally get (laughs) the the while I get you know the graduate style that's not how it hit me Me and I'm 
And that's why I think maybe watching The Bachelor has like thawed my icy heart a little bit. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Um, Dr. B, Katie Levine, how did you feel? I felt like it was the most satisfying ending we've had in years. Dr. Banana, how did you feel? I agree. I was happy for them. I was like, look, if she loves him, then I love him. Let's do this. Let's do the damn thing. Oh, yeah. Katie Levine. No, I I thought it was great. I thought they really seemed happy. I got kind of nervous right in the beginning, but I think because she started making these like weird noises and I was like, oh no, is she going to like run away? I know, but I know. then I think she was just genuinely nervous. I think this was moving a little fast for her, to be honest. Like I got that feeling, but I think she also was like, I'm going to go through with it. But I really, I hope the best for them. I hope they last. I really ended up liking Zach and especially then after like looking at his Instagram and kind of getting, I wish I'd done that earlier because he really seems very normal and cool. And I mean, I hope that they, they work it out, you know? Well, before we get to Twitter of the Week, I'm going to, spoiler alert, I'm going to get sincere for a minute. I want to just thank all of our listeners out there and welcome all the new listeners that found us during the pandemic. And I'm going to get, I'm going to get legit sincere. This podcast walked me through losing my dad two years ago, losing my mom last year, and a fucking global pandemic this year. And I legitimately feel like I have a community of friends that feel warm. I don't feel all alone on earth. I feel like these are all people that I knew more, like I knew outside. These were all fun acquaintances of mine. And I consider all of you close friends now. And it's been such a pleasure. And it means so much to me just to have you all Jerry, you've been a wonderful rookie of the year. Doug, you've been a wonderful rookie of the season. And we're so excited to have you be our rookie of the year 2021. Dr. Banana and Katie, the amount of hours that you put in dealing with me. <laughs> the amount of text about, if you guys haven't really gone to rosepodcast.vodka and looked at the artwork that Anna has created for 216 episodes, it's it's really inspired. I mean, the amount of text that these women have got from me on a daily basis. It'll be six years in January. And we love you all. So we hope you all have a wonderful holiday season. And uh, we appreciate your support. We appreciate you liking us on iTunes. It really helps. And here's some reviews we got. Uh, and and uh, we haven't got any new ones this week. but So please feel free to leave them. We love when we get them. And, and thank you for getting us over 1,000. We want to get to 2,000 by 2022. So please keep liking us. And uh, if you read my book, please like it on Amazon or Goodreads. I would really appreciate that. And you can... Order it for your loved ones, Little Miss Little Compton. Um, This is five stars, perfect medicine for this teacher. I found this podcast last school year, but since quarantine, I look forward to the episodes to be released. During online teaching, I listen during my plan time. It helps me laugh and release the stress of teaching to a computer. Thank you for bringing myself and many teachers a little bit of joy. I love that. Oh, my goodness. It is truly the least we can do. Thank you for your service to the planet. And uh, and I'm so glad that we were a part of that. Here's another one. Five stars from Lily YRP. So glad I found this podcast. I started listening to you guys when I started watching Peter's season. I'm not sure how I found you, but I'm so glad I did. Hearing art and laugh always makes me laugh harder. Love your sense of humor. Well, thank you, Lily. I so appreciate it. And we're so glad that you're here and welcome to the team. All right. This is from Erica Kirkshen. 
Brendan Take, love the pod. Listening to the most recent episode, Fantasy Suites, I have to disagree with the Brendan Take. Diving deep into interviews from what I've seen, he wasn't ready and wanted out. So I think the show gave him a date where that story would make sense. He said he was panicking days before that date. But how awkward for Zach to watch back Tasha's interviews about how Brendan was the one. Again, love listening to y'all. Thank you, Erica, for the email. And then I see that you emailed again. Let's see what you said. A second one. Ha ha, never lied. OMG. Just listen to 30 more seconds of the podcast and you all have the same take as me. Never mind. Well, you know what? It happens. I mean, the reality is we. I don't listen to any of the podcasts because I don't want any spoilers. And so for me, I try to just watch knowing nothing just as a viewer. But like... It's so interesting. He, yeah, he wasn't ready. I mean, I understand it was only like two two minutes that he was there. So there you go. Um, all right. Well, we love your emails, rosepodcast at gmail.com. And for our final tweet of the week of this of the of this season, would you guys stick around? Here we go. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we've really had some wonderful new additions to the tweeters. That if you want to participate moving forward, tweet to Anna or myself. And do hashtag W-Y-A-T-R, Anna Hosni, H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H. Okay, here we go. Liz Toonkill at Jizzy Lizzie Rap says, that proposal was like a screen test between Marlon Brando and an influencer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is from, I have a bunch of them. We couldn't narrow it down. This is from Rebecca Feeney. I guess if I had to pick between Zach and Ben, I'd pick Ivan. (laughs) 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 Okay. This is from elect Osof and Warnock at fantasy FB gal Kim. You know, it's 2020 when you are contemplating getting engaged to someone you've only known in the context of the La Quinta resort and club. <laughs> that really makes me laugh. Okay. Um, I'm better than Ben Shapiro at Andrea underscore Shapiro, who's been really strong this season, I just want to say. So strong. So strong. Art department. What does this 110 degree desert proposal need? It feels incomplete. I know a fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> that is tough to beat. Okay, hesitate at burlesque ba- at burlesque baker. What an appropriately dystopian setting for a proposal. A desert wasteland hotter than the pits of hell is a perfect place to say this is fine in the dumpster fire that is 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Good. Oh my god. Um Okay, this is from Britt Paulson at Beerit. Imagine being Tasha's family watching this now and realizing they could have met Ivan and Brendan over Zach and Ben. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. All right, so those will be our those will be our ones. So many strong ones. All right, top two. I'm gonna say. Do we like Marlon Brando? I mean, I love La Quinta. The La Quinta one, I think, for sure. Do we want a fire one or a Marlon Brando influencer? I like that Marlon Brando one. That was great. I'm going to let Jerry. I'd say a fire one. Okay. All right. All right. That's me. Okay. So, Jerry. Place your votes. Okay. Wait a minute. Do you want. No, no. Jerry, which of the fire ones do you like? 
I know a fire pit or dumpster fire 2020 of the fire one. Read dumpster fire 2020 one more time. Cause okay. fire pit is this good. is from Hezzy. has a nice structure. What an appropriately dystopian setting for a proposal, a desert wasteland hotter than the pits of hell is the perfect place to say, this is fine in the dumpster fire. That is 2020. And what was the other one? Art department. What does this 110 degree desert proposal need? It feels incomplete. I know a fire pit. That, that one. That okay. One. All right. So here we go. Our final two. I'm better than Ben Shapiro at Andrea underscore Shapiro. Art department. What does this 110 degree desert proposal need? It feels incomplete. I know a fire pit. Or elect Osof and Warnock at Fantasy FB Gal Kim. You know it's 2020 when you're contemplating getting engaged to someone you've only known in the context of the La Quinta Resort and Club. I'll start so I'm not the decider. I got to go with La Quinta. <laughs> got to go with engaged at La Quinta. I'm going to go to Paget next. Fire Pit or La Quinta? There were so many strong entries. This is really, really hard, but I have to go with wrapping up the end of the year and say the first one. Which is La Quinta? The La Quinta, yeah. That this okay. is what this year represents. Okay, I'm gonna go to Dr. Banana next. Dr. Banana. La Quinta or Fire Pit? Mm, I think I'm gonna have to go La Quinta. Dougie B. Well, La Quinta gave me a really sweet upgrade when I stayed there, so I really, you know, have to continue <laughs> to support them. Okay, Robbie BB. Uh, yeah, I agree with Paget. Great entries this week, uh, and but La Quinta gets my vote. Okay, Jerry T. It's La Quinta. That's oh, perfect. Wait. It's just okay. perfect. Katie Levine, <laughs> is it is it a sweep? Yeah, it's it's a sweep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Elect Osof and Warnock <laughs> at Fantasy FB Galkim. You know it's 2020 when you're contemplating getting engaged to someone you've only known in the context of the La Quinta Resort. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. For the win, you guys... Stay safe, wear a mask. It may not be your best holiday ever, but you don't need to make it your worst. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday. Have some fun. Dance around your house. We'll, we'll, we'll have our fantasy. Uh, with, uh, I'm sorry. Our draft picks are up next week, and we will be back the first week breaking down Matt James' season. Cannot wait. Wish all of you lots of love and health. Bye. 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 Happy holidays. All up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for the girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. 
she's breathing. Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.